Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders, to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly Show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver's only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth in Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing this show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Daly radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you hello i'm mike lindell and in light of the recent events your continued support means everything to myself and my employees to thank you we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding get my pillow bed sheets for as low as 29.98 a set of pillowcases for only 9.98 in this economy instead of buying a new bed Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Make sure and use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings and help Truth in Radio. Thanks, you guys from the bottom of my heart. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. You, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing? Say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men, and free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? No! We will run! And we will live! Aye. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here? 
and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Kate Daly's show. I was on the Alex Jones show earlier. I host every Wednesday, and you can catch that in a couple hours, probably. It'll be up. Maybe it's up now. Who knows? Uh, but I talked about uh, the Disrespecting Marriage Act. I talked about, uh, oh, a little bit about this climate uh, climate change, Greta crazy uh, climate change summit. I don't even know what you even would call it. It's just the crazy. And uh, what else? Oh, yes, the uh, banking thing. Um, but... But I uh, have Melissa on, and so we're going to have uh, a great conversation in this hour. And then, of course, Susan comes on. Uh, Melissa, so I just wanted to say for the record, go check out the Alex Jones uh, episode that I just did because I, I put a lot out there. And then also, please go get the coin to help us out. And uh, we, we really need you right now. And I can't stress that enough right now. Please, please go get the coin. You, it's $99, puts money back in your pocket because you're investing in silver. It's a silver round. It's awesome. I'm serious. It's beautiful. And uh, like we said yesterday, maybe this will be kind of a a thing in the future where I see a coin um, and I recognize that show or I recognize those ideas behind that coin and things actually don't even have to be said. I just know that I I probably uh, politically agree with that person. And maybe in the future when free speech is completely annihilated, that might come in handy. (laughs) So please go and help us out and get that coin. Um, Really appreciate it. It says the Kate Daly show on it. Be faithful, be fearless. Just it's, it's really pretty. It's really pretty. And it comes in a beautiful case and it's the lady Liberty with the stars around her. Um, and it helps truth and radio stay on the air. Uh, Melissa. So we, you know, of course, let's talk a little bit about Gates. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, the climate, the climate fiasco, uh, summit of manipulation that they threw together. And I talked yesterday with Alex Newman about this and Uncle Milty, but there are some other things too. And, you know, I just have to say, after watching some of it, it was so weird. And they had the statue, they had the statue up and it was all lit up. And I, oh, of course, there's a reason they've got this statue um, right there as everybody's coming into this, to this weird and strange strange meeting and it was the Gerudo is a bird it's a creature it's it's a man sitting riding a bird okay and it's from the Hindu mythology and it has a mix of eagle and human features <laughs> and I'm like of course of course they would put something that really spoke to the fact because in the documents it says non-humans and things like that that speaks to the fact that they really like the hybrid human and they really are wanting to toy with this and of course uh, the the little robot adventure that we're on for technology and AI in the future. Of course, they would have that particular statue all lit up, huge over this whole summit. Uh, so I don't. Did you did you see? Did you watch parts of it? I watched a little bit of Bill Gates speaking, but Oof. I'm I'm looking for a picture of the the yeah, weird thing. Like it was bizarre. If they wanted to get a half human, half something else, they're in Egypt for goodness sakes. Couldn't they have gotten like a? I don't know. There's plenty of those things all hanging yeah. all over Egypt. It's, right? it's pretty bizarre. Anyway, of course they'd get a, a human hybrid uh, or an animal hybrid. It's very very weird. Yeah, it's a mix of eagle and human. It, of course. I mean, should we expect anything different? So, um, so I know you probably had to. Take 
take a, a long shower after you listen to um, Bill Gates <clears throat> speak uh, to walk the you know stain off of us while, as we have to hear that man. But what happened? What did, what did you what did you get out of it? Well, uh, let's start with this. He comes out onto the stage mm-hmm. pulling a little. Uh, I was listening to a, a feed from it was some British people talking about it. So they're like, "Look, he has a little trolley of corn. He had a little wagon, uh-huh. literally a little like a little red wagon, full of corn, like giant corn mm. plants growing." And he pulls it out like he's seven or something. Very odd. And Bill Gates, my just my emotional response to him, he's like. He's like listening to a little person. His aw shucks nerdy stuff. Yeah. You, he, it's very easy to underestimate him hmm. yeah. because he, if you listen to what he's saying, he's saying the most vile and wicked things, but it just comes off as so innocuous because he's just like, Oh look, I brought my little wagon full of corn here today. Isn't that <laughs> Gosh. Cute? You know, such if, a mess. If, if we all want to have mm-hmm. lunch, we're going to just have this right here because there's no food left in the whole world to eat. And some of you are going to have to die, but that's so cute. That's wow. kind of how he talks. It just bugs me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he, he's a little wuss. Go ahead. The New York Times wrote a big interview. They did an interview with Bill Gates before mm-hmm. he left. And he said, we're in a worse place than I thought. Now, how long have they been working on all of this climate change, all of this everything? Mm-hmm. Has been going for many years now, right? Right. The fact that they're not making any progress should be a big signal that they don't have technology that works. Yeah. yeah. They don't have well, solutions that work, technology or not. I just never expect a word out of their mouth to <laughs> be truthful. I mean... These are these are some of the grotesque, most grotesque human beings we have on the planet, and it, he's he's a depopulationist, and I can't imagine being that. So when you even start there with him, it, it whatever comes out of his mouth. I mean, I just hope by now everybody realizes he didn't invent Microsoft. He was put in as the face of Microsoft, and it, he is he is three shades of strange, and I, I just I can't imagine not. Anyway, uh, so when you were sitting through <laughs> through this speech, what else? What else did the guy have to say? Ugh. Well, he Ugh. he just stand it, It's to him. the usual push uh-huh. and the commentary that I was listening to, mm-hmm. and this is a brilliant comment. Does Bill Gates push anything that doesn't put a dollar in his own pocket? No, ever. Mm-mm. Nope. That is his game. So the things that put money in Bill Gates's pocket are things like high-tech surveillance farming, Mm -hmm. where we're going to spy on farmers from the sky, from our satellites, to see what they're doing. It is the um, control of seeds Mm -hmm. so that farmers cannot be independent. They have to purchase from Monsanto in order to get any kind of seeds. Right. And... That, you know, the whole, what he's pushing right now, what, what Bill Gates is pushing, what I, I can't remember the exact phrase, but it's like digital farming. It's farming without farmers. <laughs> yeah. And you're it, right. think about, think about where Bill Gates is investing his money in fake meat, mm-hmm. which is ranching without cows or farmers. <laughs> right. He's got, uh, 
agricultural land that's going to be farmed without farmers. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a population without food at the end of it. Amazing. That's really what he wants. Yeah. And in the meantime, we are going to enrich him as he takes us down that pathway. Because Bill Gates in his heart is a pirate. Uh, when, mm-hmm. when my kids needed their new computers to go to college, I stood in a, in a computer store and apparently too loudly said, Bill Gates is nothing but a pirate. Does he wear an eye patch and have a peg leg? <laughs> and my kids were just like, shh, quiet, be quiet. You're making a scene here. Yeah. But Bill Gates doesn't do anything that, like I said, doesn't put a dollar in his pocket. And it doesn't matter what he's involved in mm-hmm. at the end of the day, whether it's vaccines We've all heard the clip where he said, oh, this is my most profitable investment ever was in the COVID vaccine. Sure. Yeah. Making a mint for sure. And yeah. what what has he done? What has the vaccine done for us? Increased 40% increase in deaths, little children die, people, sudden adult death syndrome. Mm-hmm. He's a man who's pirating. He's, he's earning money off of the exploitation of all of us. Right. Right. And yeah. we're, well, there's a word for that. They well, used to have a word for that back in the in the 19th century. Uh-huh. They had a really fun word for that. What's that? Called colonialism. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's an ugly word in the world today. Nobody wants to be a colonialist, but you tell me how Bill Gates and his m- minions uh-huh. are not colonialists. Right. They are white men who are determined to tell the world, everybody in the whole world, yeah. How to live mm-hmm. and, and to exploit the resources wherever they may be for their own gain and profit. That's mm-hmm. the definition of colonialism. Oh, man. He's a colonialist. You know, it's funny that we don't really look at Gates and realize that he's he was over is over our, our education and our health. He's the only private entity that has partnered with the CDC. Um, that right there should tell us volumes about Gates, because who else is allowed to do that? Um, He was calling the shots on Common Core. And then when he completely screwed up our educational system, even beyond what it was already screwed up, then, uh, of course, I remember when he became a partner with the CDC. And from then on, they warned and they kept telling us, not really warning, it was just a precursor to what was going to happen, that uh, we would have all these viruses come out and everyone wanted to give us a virus. How'd they, how'd they know that, <laughs> right? And so they kept telling us this, and that's when he did all of the, um, this is going to happen, and we're going to get hit by a pandemic and everything else. The second he partnered with the CDC. And why we let an entity like this, an unelected entity, who knows nothing about health, who knows nothing about education, it wouldn't even matter if he did. He's unelected. He's not a voice for everybody, but he was calling the shots. Pretty amazing. Well, why did they let Cecil Rhodes go into Southern Africa and do whatever he wanted? Yeah. It's the same reason. Right. It's right. because we're weak and he's strong <laughs> and we're not <laughs> awake and we that. don't have the tools to fight back. Right. So we better right. get smarter in a hurry. Yeah, we better get smarter in a hurry. Um, also, I just wanted to say before we go to break, look, that Disrespecting Marriage Act, too, is... I, Mike Lee is right in calling it out and saying this is not what you think it is. We already have protections in our Constitution that are written correctly. You don't need bills for this. And when they start writing bills, you know, with the people associated with it, it's an extremely nefarious bill. It absolutely guts marriage is what it does. That's why I call it the Disrespecting Marriage Act. 
Um, be right back, Kate Daly Show with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. And now, call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm on need someone to help me. I'm on need somebody's hand. I'm on need someone to hold me down. I'm on need someone to care. I'm on a ride and change my body. All right. A little Nathaniel Ratliff. I know the song's called SOB, so I can't really play the chorus. But hey, I have Melissa on with me. Susan's up next. And uh, and of course, uh, welcome back. You know, um, please get over to Balance of Nature. If you saw the emails I'm getting right now for the protocols and 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 people getting, you know, colds and things like that, it's because your immune system's down. Please, please. I mean, I'm not above begging. Get some balance of nature. Please just try it out. Just try it out. Uh, it's guaranteed. Uh, look, friends, <laughs> we need you. And I we can't have you not feeling okay. We've got to have your immune system up. 31 fruits and vegetables a day, packed into six caplets. They're easy to take. It takes two seconds. I'm not kidding. This is the way to go. My family won't be without it. I won't be without it. Uncle Milty won't be without it. Everyone I know is on it because I'm telling you, it's that good. Please go to balanceofnature.com. Please. I implore you to get your health on track and make sure that immune system is, is, um, is working well for you because we need all hands on deck please and uh try it out just try it just give it a week and a half and just try it out and then tell me what you think okay um this is so worth it go to balanceofnature.com put in the code kate it's going to help the show when you do that and you're going to get the most in savings so 35 percent off in free shipping they're going to ship it out in 24 hours you need to be taking this our poor immune systems right now I, there's so many assaults. I'd have to do like an hour on the show to even go through them all. Please, please get healthy. Um, Melissa. So um, we were just, I just for a second want to talk about, because I know this is on people's minds right now. And we'll go back because I want to talk about um, what happened. This whole summit thing is the strangest thing. When you read their gobbledygook um, writings and stuff, I, you think these people are insane. Um, but the, the marriage thing that I just mentioned on the way out, I just want people to know, yes, I am beyond disappointed and the church is embracing gay marriage and, and supporting it in this way and doing it so that they think there's a protection. They think there's a protection there that's not there. And we're getting it. And if you were like, let's say California made um, made uh, marriage legal to a 12 year old, then if they come to, say, the state of Illinois and they say, well, this is my marriage in California, then Illinois has to do that. Illinois has to because of a federal law. There's no authority for them to shove through a federal law on this. And the Constitution already has the protections. There was no need for this. And and the fact is, is, you know, these people behind it, the scumbags behind this bill are only pushing it because it guts it and because it's going to let the floodgates open on really, I think, making 501c3s, the churches, the exempt status, do things that they never thought they'd be made to do. And this is a total misstep. So I'm just saying that for the record. Um, any thoughts on that, Melissa? 
before we go to mm. back to who who was the greek philosopher that said if i had a lever i could move the world mm. this is this is the lever yeah mm-hmm. and they to think that this stuff has not been plotted and schemed <laughs> yeah. and war gamed a long time ago because behind is it. ridiculous is ridiculous. I know. So sad, sad day, a really sad day for churches supporting this because they, this is, this is a total misstep. So let's go back to the summit thing for just a moment. Um, there are people standing up to gates. There are, um, I have been reading a book by a woman from India named Vandana Shiva. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And I don't know. I, there's a lot of books that I come at and I think, oh, this is going to be full of woke nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. And she's really she's really not full of woke nonsense. She's really talking a lot of common sense, although it, she's beyond either side of the argument. This is what she has to say about Bill Gates. And I think this is something that we should pay close attention to. She says, Bill Gates is the modern day Columbus His empire is the continuation of colonization 500 years after the first colonization. Mm -hmm. Today, the civilizing mission of imposing the Christian religion on non-Christian cultures has given way to the civilizing mission of forcing GMOs and digital dictatorship on small farmers and tiny businesses across the world. Gates is the pope of his religion of the worship and the imposition of genetic engineering and digital tools. Those who live in pluralistic worlds of biodiversity and diverse agriculture, diverse economies, diverse technologies, diverse languages, and diverse intelligences are the new digital barbarians who must be civilized and brought into the empire of the 1%. (laughs) I think that's a pretty hard... I I, I agree with everything that she just said, but understand who you are and who Bill Gates is we are the barbarians now. We are there to be exploited and used. And I think it's really interesting after Bill Gates, after this big New York Times interview with him. Um, and yet again, I kind of expected these people to be very woke. But mm-hmm. Bill Gates is the woke one. The rest of the world is kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> anyway, this they wrote an open letter to Bill Gates on food farming in Africa. Mm-hmm. And the people that wrote this, this came from the... Co- Community Alliance for Global Justice, mm-hmm. hence the reason why I thought, oh, here it comes. Right, right. right. AgriWatch and the Alliance for Food Sovereignty in Africa. And here's, they really talk back very hard to Bill Gates. Here's the first quote from them. They said, it is your preferred high-tech solutions, including genetic engineering, mm-hmm. new breeding technologies, and now digital agriculture that have, in fact, consistently failed to reduce hunger or increase food access as promised. Well, good. At least they're calling out the truth because, you know, people are under this assumption that they're over there on these on these altruistic causes, and they're not. They make Africa their, uh, the guinea pigs and all kinds of different countries well, are guinea pigs. Too. Yeah. And if, take from them. Kate, if you and I had a hundred billion dollars, mm-hmm. we could make up what we want the world to be like, and we could call ourselves humanitarians and <laughs> philanthropists while we do it. Yep. That's and so that's true. exactly what Bill Gates is doing. He has no reason to know the things he claims he knows. Right. He knows, by the way, Bill Gates believes that the best solution for Africa, what they really need in Africa is they need to grow corn and soybeans and rice mm-hmm. 
And they need, in order to do that in Africa, they need piles and piles and piles of GMO seeds that they have to buy from uh, under Mm -hmm. patent with Monsanto, and they have to dump piles and piles and piles of synthetic fertilizers on it. Right. So here's here's what the open letter says about that. First, well, first they say, you make a number of claims that are inaccurate and need to be challenged. I'm in love with them already. They say, first, synthetic fertilizers contribute to 2% of the overall greenhouse gas emissions and are the primary source of nitrous oxide emissions. So why is Bill Gates pushing so hard? If we're trying to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, why is the solution (laughs) to agriculture in in Africa, Mm -hmm. why is it? More and more and more piles and piles and piles of toxic synthetic fertilizer. Yep. Why yep. is that? It's inconsistent. Yeah. They're always inconsistent. He says, they go on to say um, toxic and damaging synthetic fertilizers are not a feasible way forward. Already companies, organizations, and farmers in Africa and elsewhere have been developing biofertilizers mm-hmm. made from compost, manure, and ash, and biopesticides made from botanical compounds such as neem tree oil or garlic. Why isn't Bill Gates hearing that? He doesn't want to. <laughs> it's not part of his mission. Yeah. Well, they... no. Uh, it's even worse than that because a biopesticide mm-hmm. made from neem tree oil isn't going to put a dollar in his pocket. Of course not, and it's healthy. See, we've been they, they've been at this game over 120 years trying to sell us on the idea that we needed synthetic fertilizers and uh, um, and all these shots. It's kind of amazing, actually. It's the absolute yeah. arrogance right. of colonizers to know, to believe that they have the solutions and that the people who actually have their hands mm-hmm. in the dirt are yeah. too stupid to know. <laughs> yeah. And he won't listen to anybody. I mean, he doesn't care. And, uh, and I, you know, as we, as, as people start to speak up, it might be a little too late because, uh, you know, I remember the people in Africa on tape saying, gosh, if we'd stop with these NGOs coming over here and competing with us, we would actually like a little capitalism over here and we could actually uh, become a, a really strong nation on our own. And we don't need your help. We don't want your help because all you're doing is competing with us. And that message will never reach everybody because um, everybody puts up Bill Gates as the savior of, of Africa when he uses them like a little pincushion. Um, for his guinea pig uh, vaccine stuff, but it is it is crazy how much he's able to control and how much he won't listen. He, he doesn't care one iota. Depopulation is no. don't. <laughs> they could care less. No. Yeah. Oh, well, in fact, it's actually to actually feed people. It would be contrary to what his mm-hmm. ultimate agenda is. Yeah. Here, here's another thing that they said that I think is very profound. The Green Revolution, which is what changed agriculture worldwide to like monocropping and mm-hmm. fertilizer, all this stuff, was not a success. And they, they go on to say, your unquestioning support for a new Green Revolution dem- demonstrates your willful ignorance about history, about the root causes of hunger, which are by and large about political and economic arrangements, mm-hmm. and not about a lack of global food. Yeah. There yeah. is food, and they say that very early on in this open letter. There is enough food to feed everyone if we can clear the political obstacles out of the way. We have more We're not than hearing land anyone mm-hmm. saying that in Egypt right now. Yeah, very, very true. You know, I read through their manual, and um, as I was reading it to my husband, <laughs> he was like, at the end of every sentence, he goes, 
what? <laughs> I go, I know. It's like a string of words. It's like word salad after word salad after word salad. They never, they never say what they really want to do. They just talk around it in circles. And then they make it seem as though they're mo the most intellectual people on the planet. Yet it backfires. It's like, it's like Hormala trying to put together her word salad and then sound intelligent. It makes them sound like they're insane because they, they, they never say anything. They just say a lot of words together that don't mean anything real. So um, when they were talking about how um, if Japan has something happen like an earthquake, um, we're so interconnected, it affects us immediately and it affects our earth immediately. And, and, and this is why um, you're going to see this interconnectedness of all of this. They just kept going and going with this thought that never got to the conclusion, but that you're just supposed to you're just supposed to think that it's climate change. Whatever they say is climate change. I'm like, I, you can't get to the end of a sentence without going, what? What did they, what did they actually say? No, who knows? Nobody knows. Well, and I, I think that's done on purpose. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. It's confusing. It's page after page, a gobbledygook. You don't even know what you're hearing because climate change isn't real. Like, you don't affect climate change. It's real, but we don't affect it. And so how do, how do they put how to affect it in 400 pages? Well, you have to start really just making crap up. That's really what it comes down to. You do. To. You really do. You do. I, I remember that skill from graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, and, and as I was, I, it, it gave me an actual headache to read it because it was so loopy and it made the people writing it sound really insane. And you'll never hear that because uh, they also want to sound really altruistic. So they, they put in there a few things that make them sound like they're very idealistic and really nurturing. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I don't know how they do it, but man, they do it. Uh, be right back with Melissa in just a moment. Stay with us. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physician. I've been in practice for 40 years. You know, when I started taking this, you know, I, I don't like medicines, and I probably have taken more people off medicine than I put on it. And so I looked at it, and it's pretty much a natural uh, element, and there's no question in my mind, knowing a lot of patients, that uh, people my age, you know, 60 and over, do not eat right, and they certainly don't get the appropriate uh, uh, nutrients through the vegetables, fruits, and things like that. So I think that it supplies the building blocks that your body normally would use to heal itself. And uh, if you don't get them, you don't heal right. So it's amazing. I mean, I'm doing what I did two years ago. Start your journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code KATE. Now, call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. for Rooney. You know, these these kinds of barfy um, songs that make you want to throw up in your mouth when you listen to them, 
because there's never anything about God. We're stewards of a land. You know, it's not, when we call it Mother Earth, we're the ones that did that. We're the ones that exalted it to mother status. <laughs> it's the earth. Um, <laughs> but as they're doing, as one we heal her. I mean, give me a break, right? Give me. <sighs> Enough. Um, so, uh, yeah, the gobbledygook uh, climate summit with all of its weirdness and the, of course, weird hybrid statue looming in the in the distance, half human. Anyway, um, look, uh, my pillow has some fantastic products for Christmas. Please go to MyPillow.com. Get the sheets. You're going to love them. And uh, you can get the greatest price on them right now. And the pillows, green label, blue label if you snore. Um, also, uh, gosh, there's so much. Uh, the dog beds, the mattresses, the mattress toppers if you need, uh, you know, like a new bed but uh, can't quite afford that, get the topper. And you can get up to 90% off. Please use the code word Kate. It helps the show. And then, of course, uh, they're going to ship them out immediately. And they're just fantastic fantastic to work with. Everything has like a 10-year warranty on it. It's a pretty amazing that they even do that. I love that they do that. Uh, we do have a caller, so okay. Oops, we don't have a caller. And uh, and um, uh, Balance of Nature, please go get Balance of Nature and get yourself healthy, please. Um, balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. Just try it for, 50, try it for uh, 10 days. And you'll feel the difference, I promise. You're going to feel a lot of energy and uh, no more blah days for you. Um, okay, Melissa. So back to the language they're using because they used the word interconnectedness a lot because they don't have anything. They don't really have anything to prove or to say that climate change is affecting us, our human cause, climate change is affecting us. So they come up with the gobbledygook and they use words that, um, that they, that they like to, uh, and they, they overuse them and they dramatically use them kind of like this song, but let's talk about those words. Well, we can start with interconnectedness. Sure. Isn't that a warm and fuzzy word? Don't it is. Love feeling I interconnected feel interconnected to just saying it. Yes. It's lovely. So if you feel, if, if it's stuff that makes you feel good, that's why people who are not really aware fall for this stuff. <laughs> yep. Because who Sounds doesn't want to nice. be interconnected? Yes. Who doesn't want to love the earth? Who doesn't want to, stewardship is another word that they use all mm -hmm. the time. We got to be good stewards. Well, I believe in stewardship. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. I genuinely Everybody do. does. Everybody feels like, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. It's just, they're taking it to these theatrical um, and also lying um, just beyond the pale, right? It's so crazy to the lengths they take it, like the worshiping well, of Mother Earth. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, and that's part of the problem yeah. because they go they go way beyond. And my stewardship, my, in my definition of stewardship, mm -hmm. I have a responsibility to God to take <laughs> care of the gifts that he's given me. In their right. definition of stewardship, it's bow down and worship the earth. Yeah, that's the mother earth. <laughs> oh, yeah, mother earth. Well, and, yeah. and you, I'm supposed to put my needs and wants... Those are supposed to exist beneath the greater good. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe in that either. I believe that we can balance those things. Right. Anyway, here's another quote from Shiva, Vandana Shiva. And you can hear her kind of speaking out about some of this gobbledygook language. Mm -hmm. She says, ecological and social ignorance combined with greed and the urge to dominate and control 
has given us the dominant economic, political, scientific, technological systems that the 1% use to rule the world today. It's So they're mm-hmm. cloaking all of this stuff. But what's really their driving force is greed and control. Look right. at it everywhere in the world. Yeah. Everywhere. Everything from, let's put, so... What farmers in Africa really, really need is they need satellites to monitor what they're growing in their fields because that will help. (laughs) How did we ever live without those? (laughs) It doesn't feed anybody else, but boy, it sure does put them under the thumb of Mm -hmm. control. If you're not buying your seeds from the right place, it makes it impossible for farmers to be Mm self-reliant to save, you know, seed saving has been a huge issue in the past. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Oh, climate resilience. That's another word, salad word. We have to all become climate resilient. Yeah, what is that exactly? <laughs> I would like to know. Uh, I don't um, know. You can, you can grow the things in your refrigerator, maybe? I don't I, know. I, it's amazing. Really. Anyway, climate Bill Gates keeps talking about we have to have climate resilient seeds to meet the global climate crisis. Everything's a crisis, right? Hmm. You mean the manufacturing well, of weather they're planning? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I think there you go. And yeah. in fact, that is also a piece of this. Bill Gates or I think, excuse me, I think it's Monsanto just bought a climate reporting group that mm-hmm. monitors, super monitors of local climate conditions. And they're going to sell this to farmers so that farmers can pivot more easily to adjust and adapt. I mean, so if I know that it's going to rain this afternoon or rain tomorrow, how does how does mm-hmm. that really affect or anything? Well, I just wonder Except how we made it all those centuries without these guys. <laughs> they're, they're, they're selling stuff. This is the mm-hmm. ultimate expression of we're, we're just all going to be marketed to. We yeah. can't survive without buying something every right. day from Bill Gates. Or being controlled by them. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, true. the deal with the, all this oh climate resilient seeds, we're going to breed those in a laboratory because farmers in Africa don't really know what works in their climate zone or what yeah. they can grow. And this open letter to Bill Gates says, hey, by the way, Mr. Gates, we already have climate resilient mm-hmm. plants. They're just not corn and beans and rice. Right. They're things like sorghum mm-hmm. that's already adapted to our soils, our climate. We can grow this here. Mm-hmm. And now maybe it's a little bit, it's a different eating pattern. But here we're, let's talk about another word that they love, diversity. Right. For people that love diversity so much, corn and beans and rice is not very diverse. (laughs) I would say. But, you know, us little peasants, that's all we need. Right. Uh, So they tell us. um, Yeah. And you know what? The the only resistance is the people resisting all of this nonsense and the people having little um, places to grow things. And I say little because most people don't. So you find a little place to grow some food because that's how you resist this this entire movement to control our food with unhealthy food, with NGO, with fake meat, with, with pesticides that we never needed. Do you know there was never a reason as to why they came up with the synthetic pesticides when they did? There was never a reason for it. Do you know what the reason was they gave? Was, uh, well, we, ha- we didn't have it. Oh, uh, because we did everything pretty naturally, right? To resist pests, okay? They, the only reason they could give was... Well, we didn't have it, so we need it. 
That was the, that was the whole answer. Amazing. Well, you know how we've heard and heard and heard that a uh, fake meat Mm-hmm. All this fake meat. This is going to be the solution to climate change, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Ugh. here's the problem with fake meat. Did you know that there have been absolutely no tests to determine whether that fake meat, lab-grown meat, is safe for human consumption? It's dog food rated. <laughs> well, when they, when they did tests on lab rats, mm-hmm. they found that lab rats who were eating fake meat that it was actually altering their blood chemistry but no one knows in what ways it was or how that would transfer over if we have a whole de- a whole group of people who don't want i want to eat natural whole foods i want to mm-hmm. but let, i want to save the planet too so i'm going to go get this fake meat stuff right what you're eating is a chemical burger <laughs> yeah and they do it in the name of health Oh, that nasty beef. But let me have a chemical burger, please. <laughs> well, isn't it amazing how God created an all-natural burger mm-hmm. that just puts yeah, there's nutrients not a, back in the soil and does all that kind of There's not stuff. a big enough bun to sop up all the chemicals in that monstrosity. Please don't eat it. And, it, and it's garbage. It's garbage food. It's Petri dish food on uh, steroids. And they did rate it as dog food. Worse than dog food, actually. Might as well just eat some Alpo. Just order an Alpo burger. <laughs> just cut no. to the chase. Hey, crickets for you, baby. Crickets, crickets on top you. of my Alpo burger, please. Please. Sounds yummy. <sighs> yes, with some fake because cheese, please. Increase. Yeah. You know, the, we need to remember that all of that fake meat, that is super processed. When we talk about eat naturally. I know. I know. Ultra processed. Nothing natural Every about it. Every kind of chemical you can think well, of. If you really want to do a favor for the mm-hmm, earth. Mm-hmm. Go to a local farmer and buy yourself some yeah, beef. Exactly. Well, it's like what they're doing with um, with fossil fuels. Same exact thing. And they give you a version that they say is better and safer for the environment. It costs more. It works less. It's terrible. And by the way, it uses all the same stuff. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Um, and they don't want to ever say that. It's just lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. Well, if, if you look at the history of American agriculture, uh-huh. American farmers were growing much more diverse things when they were on small, yeah. independently owned farms. Sure. And as monocultures have taken on, like, we're only going to grow corn on our, you know, we're mm-hmm. only going to grow wheat. We're only going to grow this one thing. Right. That's why they are so dependent on all this chemical fertilizer. Yeah. But it's not good. Wouldn't it be better if we had, you know, crop rotations that were feeding our soils, paying attention? Roundup, oh my gosh, we've talked about Roundup on here before. And Roundup is so bad. Yeah. Roundup has been internationally labeled a carcinogen. Not here. And <laughs> not the good not old here USA. in the U.S. No, just yeah. I got neighbors that spray it on everything. Yeah. And it, I, that's upsetting. So, Look beyond the words they use. That word salad is not good to eat, for sure. Yeah. It's worse There's than no salad in the word salad. And um, yeah. and also, I, I probably have to have our, our farmer call back in um, that calls in periodically uh, this week and just uh, talk to him about what he's seeing and what's happening down on the ground. Because like you said, what, she, what that main message was, right, was 
look, listen to the people on the ground, the farmers, they're going to tell you what's up. And those are the people I trust. I don't trust the Bill Gateses. I don't trust the Coot administration. I don't talk. I don't no. trust anyone else with my food supply um, other than farmers, because I know that, you know, they, they have a stake in it and they are invested in in the right things. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Somebody go read what the climate summit put out that report and your head will spin the whole entire time. It, you don't even know what they're trying to say. Um, but all of it at the end of the day is control. It's all if control. there's one thing that we all know, mm -hmm. it's that farmers have a history, a long established history of telling the truth. Mm -hmm. They know the soil. They know the things that they grow and work with. Why would we pay attention to Bill Gates at all about any of this? We don't. And we shouldn't. And don't I, even I would be surprised listen. if Bill Gates even has a garden in his backyard. <laughs> you oh, know, seriously, I, what does he know about soils? What does he know about climate what does he know about mm -hmm. animal husbandry what does he know about any of it well, except he mm -hmm. thinks he's smarter than the rest of us interesting they never get cancer they don't get cancer soros kissinger gates um yeah even the queen of england had her own little herbalist <laughs> they don't they don't partake in socialized medicine that our hospitals are doing they don't do anything the way we we do in our society uh they uh, they're the ones that have actually been hiding a lot of this stuff. So they don't want people to, to know, but having, has anybody noticed that they don't get cancer? They don't. When was the last time you saw a Rothschilds with serious cancer? They don't, they don't get it. They know better. They, they're behind the, the well, hiding of it. Let me tell you what herd Bill mm -hmm. Gates does know how to manage. What's up? He does know how to manage a herd, and that's us. Yeah. We are the herd that he's managing. And right. they have we all, can resist. That whole bunch have decided that there's mm -hmm. too many of us, and we need to cull the herd a little. Yeah, we can so. definitely resist. And there are places that do change their zoning to make sure they have places to grow food. And I should do a show. We should do a show on that because there's some good news in this, and that is cities and counties that can take them back and say, oh, yeah, this isn't going to happen in my city or county. You have enough of that. There's only only 3,000 of them in the United States, you can change the entire country and away from Bill Gates's uh, little um, little plans. So we need to invest, uh, so we'll invest some time into that because it's really, it's really quite compelling and it actually will give people a lot of hope. So thank you, Melissa. Appreciate you. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, on with Susan. And of course, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Uh, KateDallyRadio.com. Please go buy a coin. Please go buy a coin. They're $99. It's a fundraiser for the show. And uh, it's a beautiful silver round that will put money back in your pocket. And that's what we want, right? Invest in some silver. I love it. Go pick that up while you still can. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks, you guys. Be right back with Susan. Susan.